Welcome back to the Sim Geeks Podcast. Your host, William Belk and David Schablock. We are joined today by the chair of the corporate roundtable for the Society for Simulation, Ryan Rivera. Uh, Ryan, you and I have known each other for a few years now due to yeah. some of your other projects. So why don't you give us your background, kind of tell us who you are, what it is that you've been working on, and then lead us into what the corporate roundtable is. Sure, yeah. yeah. So uh, like I said, Ryan Rivera, I'm an emergency medicine physician out at Stanford, actually an assistant professor there. I teach health system science and innovation, basically. Um, and then, you know, in relation to simulation, I got my start through industry. I uh, founded Simax back in 2013. We were a very early uh, virtual reality medical simulation company. Actually got my start here at SSH. I was part of like the innovations showcase one year when I was a resident physician and I brought my uh, little idea to a table and won an award and that's uh, kind of launched us actually nice. from there. And. Um, yeah, so I'm the founder and CEO of Simex. Um, and then, you know, in regards to the corporate roundtable, so I, I've started to become more and more involved in kind of advocacy within SSH for industry and academic collaborations. And I think pretty natural for me as somebody who is an academic and also, you know, involved in industry. I think, uh, you know, I have one foot in both worlds. And so personally, I really see the value in us learning from each other and collaborating and not just kind of working in silos. And so that's what appealed to me about the Corporate Roundtable. I, I first kind of found out that it existed, you know, maybe four years ago. Um, and thought it was a really cool idea that SSH really had kind of a formal committee of industry representatives that they gave a voice within the organization. So I got involved there, kind of ran for chair, and uh, then here we are. So some of our listeners not, may have never even heard of the term corporate roundtable. Yeah. And, and when they do, you know, it gives them pictures of knights behind a table or something. <laughs> so for somebody that's totally cold, totally doesn't understand it, you know, what is it? What's its mission? And, you know, how long has it been around for? Yeah, I mean, I'll accept that characterization of knights around a table. That's, that's a nice visual for us. You'd look good in armor, I will say, with your <laughs> yeah. beard. and Yeah, you'd yeah. look good in armor. Well, and, you know, I'll apologize to, for not necessarily knowing the, the long history of it, though I do know that it, it, it hasn't been around forever. And, in mm -hmm. fact, from what I understand, you know, 10 years ago, there was a lot of hesitancy about giving industry a seat at the table. And I'll, I sympathize with that, actually, right? I'm, I'm an academic. I understand that in a lot of contexts, outside of simulation, industry and you know, clinical practice can be at odds with each other from time mm -hmm. to time. Um, and somewhere along the way, that broke down a bit. And from what I understand, there were you know, a couple pioneers that uh, kind of came from a mold that, that I've come from, where they bridged that gap and were able to help soften some of that you know, maybe natural concern that people had. Um, and so the Corporate Roundtable's mission really is to provide a mechanism for simulation industry executives to be able to interface with SSH. And I think that's the broadest way to describe it. There's a couple ways that we do that. Um, chief among them is that we do have a, represent a representative on the board of directors of SSH. In fact, so that's the role I served in over the course of the last year. Our, our chair sits on the board and is a full voting member. So you have, you know, as we're going through strategic planning sessions, I have as much voice as anybody else in what the future of the organization is going to be. And it's a forum through which we can, you know, bring concern to industry and, you know, help broadcast where things are going in the future so you know, that the organization can, you know, be ready for things and we can move in sync together. Um, so that's one of the mechanisms. It also is really just 
you know, kind of a place for the presidents and others of SSH to communicate out to us. So, you know, we had our corporate roundtable meeting yesterday and we had the uh, president-elect, president and immediate past president all showed up and they kind of shared their messages and their visions for the future and their priorities. So it's, it's really a, a format for two-way communication. Yeah, and along the way, we've um, you know, tried to push forward some of our own initiatives, like any committee or council of SSH would do. So, like we we have something we're working on in the coming year, where we're trying to work with SSH to have a summit on the future of simulation technology. Probably have a white paper that would come out of that, that would kind of again help industry and academia sync on where things are going in the future. Yeah, so I mean, give, give us an idea. How many of our, our vendors or our suppliers are involved in this? How many different companies are being represented? Yeah, so I think we have 38 was the last number. We always have a few more who join every year. And so it is a subset of those that come to IMSH. And, you know, we, we have to do our own marketing, actually. We have our own little handouts. At some point during this meeting, I'll go around to booth to booth and pitch people and evangelize about the benefits of Corporate Roundtable. Um, it, you know, I think... Uh, in the same way that it, in its history, academia was a little bit hesitant about um, industry involvement, I think industry comes to conferences like this just assuming that they don't have a seat at the table. And um, so there's, there's word that we need to get out that, you know, actually you do have a voice and you have these really unique opportunities to have a front row seat to what SSH is doing in the future. Um, but they, they don't know it. So mm -hmm. we just... Yeah, it seems like there's still some of that, you know, concern for bias or, you know, disclosures or whatever else of, you know, people yeah. you know, trying to keep it at arm's length and make sure that they're not, you know, inflicting any kind of issues there. But, uh, I mean, it, it, this is a huge conference, right? We do this every year, and it, it's always very heavily centered around this exhibit hall anyway. So I yeah. think it's important to have you guys, you know, very much involved in the conference, the planning, the organization, and, of course, sharing information you guys are coming up with with all the members. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I think the other sometimes... Um, industry will come to the table with a little bit of concern about, well, do I want to join a group with my potential competitors? Do I, do I want to go there and, and tell them what I think the future of SIM is? Maybe I don't want them to know what the future, yeah. what I think the future of SIM is. And yeah, again, I can understand that a little bit, but I think once we get them in the room for yeah. Corporate Roundtable, we see that actually there is so much that we have in common. And, you know, things like, hey, there's this, you know, SIM conference in Italy. Is this any good? Have you ever gone to this? And we can kind of mentor each other that way. Or, hey, where's the best vendor for Pelican cases? Mm. We, like all need, almost all of us need Pelican cases, yep. right? And so, yeah, you know, I, I think, you are sometimes cognizant of the fact that you're with other people, that there's some friendly competition around. But I mean, the, the things that we have in common and the benefit that we can get from collaborating outweighs the competitive issues like 10 to 1. There's, there's definitely a lot of collaboration there that between you guys that will come out, but then a lot of benefits. Uh, but also, you know, just being from the purchasing side of this and being as a customer, everybody's got something different they offer anyway. So yeah. I think people a lot of times imagine competition that may not even exist, right? Yeah. There's times where it's like, hey, I, I can buy from both of these companies. It's not hurting one that I have both of them as a vendor. Yeah, absolutely. I, it is pretty rare, I would say. I mean, the simulation industry is, is relatively niche, but also there's just so much innovation going on that functionally there are very few just like head to head, these are interchangeable products, which one are you gonna get, right? And I, I definitely feel that way as you know someone who runs a VR company. Mm -hmm. And you see the proliferation of VR companies out there, and I think maybe to the untrained eye, if you're not familiar with the products, you might say, oh, well, these all must be in competition with each other. We, we consider very few of them 
actually direct competitors. And generally speaking, it is great for us if people are becoming more comfortable with utilizing VR in their simulation curricula, you know, regardless of where they're slotting it in. And it is very much a tide that raises all ships. Mm -hmm. And so I think you're absolutely right there. I mean, it is there's really not that much direct competition amongst us. And we generally benefit from you know, each other innovating and learning from each other, yeah. And I mean, everybody has their different take on it. Everybody has, there's no one way to do things. So even if you take, say, like, you know, a task trainer, we have different ways of looking at it and different ways of applying it. Well, so do different schools. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that makes way more sense. The other thing is that, you know, we are so big on the operations, the educator side about networking, about working together, collaborating, we all benefit. So it's that collaboration, yeah. but it has the tie-in from the membership, you know, tells their ideas of what simulation should be. They take it to you, they work with the, the companies that are making things so that everybody can have the same focus and the same target. And that's the real thing that benefits benefits all of us. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I you know again I, I kind of have a foot in both worlds and so I can I can see the benefits. And when we talk about simulation technology, I think it is fair to say that we are really on the cusp of kind of an explosion in new technologies that can be utilized for you know telesimulation, VR, AR, AI technologies um, across the board. And I, I think in times like this, it is especially important to have good communication. I mean, I look back at, you know, things like the development of EMRs, yeah. and I think that's one that went a little sideways on us, right? Like, I mean, the, the, the clinical informaticists and the technologists got a hold of it, and there was not a lot of good communication, and they, they did develop in large amount in silos, and the end result is there's benefits to it but there's so much lost potential in how these tools could have been better suited to you know working alongside clinical workflows and not in opposition to them and so again for me as someone who's on the clinic the the corporate roundtable um, my mission in some ways is to make sure that doesn't happen to us in simulation to make sure we don't we're, we're not so divided that technologists are out there wasting their time on things that aren't valuable, and that academicians aren't making poorly informed decisions about how to leverage technology. And so I think that that collaboration helps solve both of those problems. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. I mean, easy for a company to be like, I want to build the newest elephant, and the entire industry is going, we don't do anything with elephants, yeah. dude. But again, sometimes you get so pigeonholed on, you know, this is what I think is important, this is the direction we need to go. It's nice to have that feedback and that, you know, collaboration to go, it's not something any of us are worried about. Yeah, so. well, and I'll tell you, this. so that is, I mentioned briefly earlier that one of our big missions in the coming year is to collaborate around a Future of Sim Technology Summit yep. and, and a white paper that would come from that. And those are exactly the things that we want to address, right? We want to be able to take from the educators where are the gaps right now in simulation education that, could, that are amenable, perhaps, to being solved by technology. And then how are these new and emerging technologies being used today? Mm -hmm. And what are the good examples of that? What are yes. the bad examples of that? Yep, right? which is and, key. Yeah. And then from a technology perspective, what are the capabilities that could be developed in the future and where, where do we see this going? The idea being that, you know, if the technology side is aware of the gaps, right, then we can more easily steer towards those areas and provide something that's valuable. And that's, you know, obviously industry does not want to be wasting time building products that don't actually match up with the needs of our customers, right? Yeah. 
And so that we really think this is going to be one of those just pure win-wins, right? Yeah. There, uh, nobody loses from this. It is just fantastic for both parties to have you know, expert perspective from academia and industry that will help guide us in working together. So, so Ryan, I have a question for you. It's more personal than anything else, but mm -hmm. somewhere out there is somebody with an idea or something they're building in their basement right now. <laughs> and you, I mean, you took a you took a concept you came up with as a resident, and you've turned it into a major company that is here. It's been represented for the last several years. Yeah. Uh, you know, you now sit is on the board of the Society for Simulation. <laughs> so, for for those people that are just coming up that maybe have that idea to create a new product or to fix a problem in simulation, what's that path look like? Yeah, well, so, you know, I, I would say there are several paths, and I think if you were to get, you know, 10 people like me in here and ask them their path, they'd, they'd tell you probably 10 different stories. Um, I, there's a, a couple advantages that I had that were relatively unique, and, you know, a couple challenges I probably had that were relatively unique. I mean, I think key was, for me, building a great team early. So, I, and, you know, for something like what we are building, which, is in the medical simulation industry, which is relatively niche from you know the perspective of like a traditional investor. They'd say, well, this is a small market. This yeah. is very niche. I had to find people that were passionate, right? Like mm -hmm. about this subject specifically. This is not something where you go to someone and say, hey, join my team. We're going to make $10 million next year, right? And to be fair, not easy. It's expensive to yeah. create. Yeah. And at the time you did it, Nobody understood it. Yep. Nobody understood where it plugged in. I was one of those people. I freely say, I didn't understand where it plugs in or how. Yeah. And it's taken me a lot to understand. Yeah. Um, so bravo, because that would terrify a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely a big part of why we are successful today is because early on, I found a cohort of others who were in medical training like myself, who are passionate about quality improvement, patient safety, which is kind of the lens that I brought to this as well when we started the company. And we're, you know, technologists as well, like the people who were able to play all those roles, which you know, in the early stages of a startup, is really critical because you are playing all of the roles. Yeah, you are. You know, I'll say the one advantage that um, I, I had that most don't is I was a resident at Stanford at the time, and uh, we had very early prototypes of this, and, and we took it to the Stanford Sim Center, and we got some feedback on it. And you know, unbeknownst to me, it, one of the one of the first people who tried it was David Gaba, mm. who you know, I did not oh, wow. realize his legendary status yeah. as someone who was relatively new to the sim industry, and you know, of course, provided phenomenal feedback kind of like throughout the early stages of this nice. and so that that helped shape a lot of our early ideas as well um, and then you know again I'll say I really do think sincerely that IMSH was a big launching off point for us you know like trying to find like traction and feedback on something that is this focused it's just really, for a resident physician who has just, you know, barely any time off, really challenging to do. And I was very fortunate to kind of find IMSH and their Simventor Showcase and took my, you know, only three days off in the year to fly out to IMSH and give a presentation and get feedback from hundreds of people over the course of just a few hours, back to back to back to back to back. And um, I mean, that was really critical for sure. And, and IMSH has really been kind of a linchpin for us ever since then. Like mm -hmm. we, we, as soon as we could afford it, as soon as we had any money at all, one of the first things we did was purchase a 10 by 10 booth at IMSH because we knew we would get more value out of coming to this conference for a few days 
than we would out of you know spending that money any other way we could essentially. So basically, what I'm hearing from you is first off, so SimVenture Showcase is something we we're, we're trying to do more with in the future and promote and do things mm-hmm. with. So you're basically the poster child of success. I, I, I think so. Is that actually. it? Is that what you're saying? I mean, yeah. So for the people that may be listening to this, going. I don't know about that Sim Ventures showcase. Are you telling me you endorse it and uh, you appreciate I, it? Absolutely. I mean, we, we won, and so <laughs> when, when we went back then, and that was that was the, the the first award that we ever received as a company, and I still have it sitting at my desk at home, and it it really was. I mean, again, we were a company of you know three of us at that point, and it was incredibly encouraging. We're like, you know what? There is something to this. This yeah. is people who are serious about Sim think this is a good idea, and um, it you know kept us going through the very hard weeks of you know founding a company while a resident and so then the other mission or the mention that i was going to say is that how we've talked about collaboration interaction and networking are the keys to success so that's why it's important whether you can do it at a conference or you do it peer one-to-one it's that important yeah no absolutely i mean and you can find that throughout our team composition now and one of the first kind of outside medical experts that we brought on was someone who in an academic context had seen us at a conference and then he gave a speech about us and then we saw that speech and then we were like, hey, you seem to know a lot about you know VR and its utilization. Why don't you join our team? And he's joined our team. And that, I mean, that's, I think, another great example of like the interaction and interplay between academia and industry that is often facilitated by events like this that you know can grow all sides. Yeah, we've we've not been shy over the years of pushing conferences and saying, hey, this is where we're going to network. This is where we're going to meet people. And I think I've exchanged more phone numbers with sim vendors over the years than mm-hmm. anyone else as far as going forward communication, helping each other out. Yeah. Um, and of course, that's here at IMSH. We did it. It was it was at SimOps last year. It was very small. There was a few people that were represented, but they mm-hmm. didn't have the big showcase like we see here. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, the networking, the power of that is is really the value here. Yeah, for sure. Well, Ryan, uh, I mean. I think we've hit on just about everything we can harass you about today. I know you've got a lot going on here at IMSH, you know, and we're in the in the middle of, of the exhibit hall, people walking around everywhere, a lot of people over at your booth I can see. Uh, closing thoughts, what do you want to leave people with? Yeah, well, so, you know, I, I think uh, on, a, on a theme that is kind of common to a lot of our discussions here, I think uh, moving forward when we're talking about, you know, SSH and industry, I think we have seen so much success in collaboration, but there's still so much more opportunity, right? And I think that's what we all need to be focusing on. And there's, I think, a few different areas, actually, that um, that collaboration would be useful. One is in the kind of inspiring of new technologies, right? As we talked about, Simventor Showcase, I think, is just a, a great example of how uh, SSH and academia can foment new technologies, not, you know, not just be here to talk about them once they, once they exist, but to help create them and create that future. And I, I think there's a lot of opportunities like that, like you know, hackathons or mm-hmm. you know, accelerators or things like that, that we could start getting involved in that would help other kind of young technologists like myself you know, get the courage and the resources and the feedback that they need to, to bring new tel- technologies to market. And then I think the other big area too is uh, in advocacy. Mm-hmm. You know, as the uh, simulation industry grows, right? I think there are so many opportunities to make sure that regulations and laws are designed in ways that help facilitate simulation and funding for simulation programs. And I think you know, to this point, that's been relatively untapped. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think, another great example where academia and industry should be really working hand in hand 
here, delivering a, a common unified message to you know, state and federal governments about the importance of the simulation uh, work that we're all doing together. And going back to the corporate roundtable, if somebody wants to get active with that or wants to help out or, or learn more about it, like where do they begin? Where do they start? Well, you know, if you are uh, in industry and you've uh, presented at IMSH this year, you have several emails in your inbox already about the corporate roundtable. So go to Gmail, go to Outlook, search corporate roundtable. You will find one of the several emails we have sent inviting you to join with links to join there. And uh, you know, if not, look for me at your booth. I will be there with handouts and uh, we, we will be happily get you on board. All right, man, well, we appreciate it. You know, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Ryan. So I'm sure we'll do this again at some point in the future, but enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, great. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for your time and thank you for uh, joining us. We are at IMSH in Orlando, Florida on the show floor. And you are the number two, so we appreciate your time, and thank you so much. Thank All you for right. listening. Thanks again.